It's time for Love Talk with the Love Ladies, Kathy, Carrie, and Evelyn. Love Talk today about God's plans in action. Thank you, Gavin. Uh, Gavin is our good friend here at <laughs> in the studio today. This is Evelyn Davison. And hello, friends. This is Coach Carrie Brinkater. Welcome to Love Talk. Hi, Miss Evelyn. Great to see you. Well, I'm perking. You're perking here at the Bridge Austin. Today's Christian Talk, uh, 101 FM, 11:20 AM. We are so blessed that you have found Love Talk with the Love Ladies. And on the line, we have our beautiful friend Kathy Underbrock. Hey, Kath. Hey, Coach Carrie. Hi, Miss Evelyn. Happy early 90th birthday. I can't Ooh. believe in one week we get to celebrate your birthday together. I, you know, getting on Love Talk every week with you guys is like the highlight of my week. It's something mm. that I look forward to. And it's uh, Thursday has become one of my favorite days, mm. not just because tomorrow's Friday, but because <laughs> I get to spend it off with kick it off with you both. Oh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, friends, as Kathy said on March the 5th is Miss Evelyn's 90th birthday. I feel like we need like a special 90th birthday song, Miss Evelyn. Um, 90th birthday. If you would like to send her a note and just tell her how much you appreciate her, you can go to our Facebook page um, and uh, you can find it. Love Talk, um, and you can send her a little note there on our Facebook page, Love Talk Radio, and just let her know how much you love and appreciate her. 90, 90 years, Miss Evelyn, you keep saying you never thought you'd live this long, but I tell you what, you're the Energizer Bunny, and <laughs> well, you I'm... still have more energy than, uh, holy cow, than most people I know, so I, I, I'm not surprised. <laughs> well, you know, it is, um, it, sometimes it's an, something you cannot control at all, <clears throat> uh, and you just have to totally lay it on the, at the feet of Jesus, mm-hmm. and I've had a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, also, it is a reminder of pain, and pain in the life of Jesus Christ is the most important aspect of mine and Van's uh, lives together. It's just natural for us, it seems, and people are astounded sometimes when, because it, um, uh, it's not been easy. Uh, uh, Jen, Jean Bender and I have been at the same sta- station since day one. He was a skinny runt. You wouldn't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> You've been doing this show, Miss Evelyn Love Talk. We're in our 30, you're, not we, uh-huh. you are in your 36th year. Yes. And um, I'm just so grateful and thankful to have a tiny little part of that. Friends, today... As we um, not only, you know, continue to talk about Miss Evelyn's 90th birthday, but we will discuss God's love in action. God's love in action and how it is just intimately woven into our lives. Right, Kathy? Yeah, and I also want to say happy Saturday morning to (laughs) all of our incredible listening friends. I hope I didn't confuse everyone. I'm thinking, Kathy, stop mentioning Thursday. It is Mm -hmm. Saturday for every (laughs) single one of your Mm -hmm. friends out there. And, um, you know, we do pre-record this to make sure that rain or shine, we get you a program every Saturday morning. And so thank you so much for being with us. We do have our coffees in hand, and I'm guessing that, uh, friends, you might have your coffee in hand today. Well, we're talking about God's love in action, and, and Coach Carrie, Miss Evelyn, this has just uh, really opened my eyes. Uh, the way that God has intimately interwoven love and action together, we mm-hmm. are our key verse that goes with the program with the program is this from first John three eighteen. It says, Dear children, let us not love with words mm-hmm. or speech, but with actions and in truth. And this is what I love with God. He is compelled to action. His love compels him to action. And I'm convinced now that this is why self control is one of the fruits of the Spirit because you know, God wants to rush out and rescue us and save us and bless us and uh, do abundantly more for us than we can ever ask or imagine. And I think it takes a lot of self-control sometimes where he says, baby, if I give you what you're asking for, 
that's not going to be for your good. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can look and see God's hand over and over again where he gives favor and blessing and provision. And so we're going to talk about God's love in action today and how we can be like Christ. I'm reminded that it only takes a moment to make a moment. And we're going to talk about some of the moments that our love can make a huge difference in our lives, in our families' lives, and in the lives of those around us. Well, it's been an interesting week for us here in Texas, Kathy. Um, you know, holy cow, within a week we've gone from no. zero to um, yesterday it was I think 79, 80 degrees and hot. Um, it's been a crazy week. Miss Evelyn, you and I were snowed into our houses oh, for uh, four, five, six days, you know. Um, you know, I have to say I, I feel blessed, um, you know, more blessings than I deserve. Uh, we, we were without power for, I think, the most of six hours, so we didn't Ooh. have, you know, we didn't have um, – We weren't freezing. Uh, You know, our house never got down into the 40s. Like, I know many people's homes were down in the 30s and the 40s. Um, And selfishly, I got to spend, we got to spend time with our teenagers, which, you know, when you have teenagers that can drive, um, the time with them is fleeting, and they're very rarely home. So they were stuck. (laughs) (laughs) They were stuck, and... We played so many board games and um, just had a had a wonderful time. And then this week, we're back to the basketball court. My son's season came to an end uh, this week. They lost in their, their playoff game. Uh, my season's still going on. We um, uh, got a tough game this week, and we are, are moving on. So, so excited about that with the playoffs and with my team. It's just, it's just so fun. I'm so thankful that we've been able to – Use sports to glorify God in a time where, you know, we're wearing masks and, and, uh, uh, you know, I guess monitoring the number of people that get to come watch inside the gym. But so grateful to be able for these young women and men to be able to use their talents and abilities to glorify God. So just an absolute blessing. Kathy, what's been going on in your world? I am just finishing up. I literally have one section left to um, My Voice, His Heart, the, uh, this book that I'm writing on on prayer. It's kind of a book-slash-Bible study for uh, specifically for ladies. So I've been focusing on that and getting it all wrapped up and making plans to come into Texas next week. And so looking forward to that, to being with you guys in studio and getting to celebrate Miss Evelyn's birthday with her in person. And, um, you know, the girls have been keeping us busy. Jordan is in her senior year. She has her senior thesis that she's working on, and she decided to attack the hot topic of uh, immunizations and Mm. should immunizations be mandated. And so we've been having some very lively dinner discussions Um, as she's been pulling up a lot of different research and we've been kind of talking it through and debating it through as a family. It's, um, it's, it has been a very full week. Now, Coach Carrie and Miss Evelyn, I, I kind of feel like Texas has lost a week almost. We did. Like, you know, I feel like, Hey, wasn't it just Valentine's day? And I thought, well, you know, we didn't even do a Valentine's day program this week, this year. And, you know, it's because a week just basically disappeared for the state of Texas. (laughs) It really did, Kathy. A week disappeared. And I think, um, you know, for me, I have to say it was it was kind of nice staying in my jammies all day, (laughs) (laughs) you know, uh, when I was able to sit by the fire and. Um, anyhow, just being able to slow down again, I know that it was an incredibly hard, difficult time for many, many people. I do not want to make light of that um, very difficult time. And Miss Evelyn, I know uh, you guys came through, you know, fairly unscathed. Uh, I know you guys had some issues. We lost yeah, all of our outsides, February. I know, like everything's dead outside. Uh-huh. It looks bad, but hopefully they'll come back. I hope they'll come back. Well, today, as we talk about God's love in action, Miss Evelyn, I've got a question for you. Okay. Um, I'll answer if it's... (laughs) As you approach 90 years of age here, Miss Evelyn. If the library is open. That's right. What is one of the most loving things that someone has ever done for you? Wow. 
you know, I, I looked at that and I went through it over and over and over and over and over and over. And finally came to the to career because I only one time I went mm, I worked for a CPA to help some college students and uh, all the rest of my mm, career I guess you'd say uh, comes from what God was doing at the moment mm. and uh, there was a, a real need at a particular time uh, in Austin that we didn't talk a lot about and it um, we formed a group uh, from Kentucky that began to pray because they didn't like Austin and it was with 3M and some of those big guys. And so I looked back on and I thought, you know, this is the worst waste of time, my time, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I wanted to decorate and do a lot of things, but it was, I mean, we were in a community where there were 50 new houses and every one of them came from the east. And so I, we walked a big dog, and every day uh, we would walk King, and some of the neighbors would come out and would say hello to him. And so uh, then one day a lady said to me, I really would like to talk to you. I am just desperate. Mm. And I said, for what? Mm. And she couldn't tell me. Yeah. And so I said, well, why don't you come over tomorrow after lunch about 2 o'clock, and we'll talk and pray. Are you in agreement with that? And she said, oh, I need you so badly. Mm -hmm. And when I prayed that night, I thought, Lord, there are a lot of people that need you. Mm -hmm. So we started with a posted uh, cardboard sign in my front yard, women praying today. And we moved that to about four or five different organizations that we worked on uh, to the point that uh, we... Uh, when NDP, not, yeah, when NDP got organized, uh, the, I had ordered some material from them, and the, back when they began to do the, the national uh, events that NDP does on uh, that on November Day. But anyway, to make a long story short, it moved from my living room to about four different living rooms, and it was women it was searching for the answer to the issues that they were facing at the mm-hmm. time. And from that, it just stepped up to this. and uh, Just women supporting women, right? Ms. Yeah, Evelyn? and I had a pastor in George, no, in um, north of uh, Leander, I guess it is, that was a pastor out there at, at um, one of those churches. And he, um, he asked if I would come in. He had a noontime notice. Uh, well, I don't know what they called it then. But anyway, it was a report of what was going on in the city. And so he asked, well, we had some women things, and it honestly, I felt like it was the end of the world. So I went in and I started reading um, headlines for him, kind of cut down on the expense and everything. And we did that three days a week. And um, it, we moved from that location to a t- location downtown. And that was when Kixel was born. And it's been Kixel uh, for all these years now. And with Jean Bender, um, Jean was as skinny as <laughs> Jean is Homer. Our, he's yeah. our. So that is a memory of starting mm-hmm. and then just wait on God. Mm-hmm. We go, Sometimes we just run too fast. Mm-hmm. But we wait on God and see what he's doing and then join the band. Because his love is always in action. We uh, sometimes have to wait a little longer than we yeah. want, though, yeah. right? Um, you know, beautiful story, Miss Evelyn. You have such a rich history in this town of loving on women and <clears throat> mentoring women, as well as praying for anyone and everyone <laughs> who asks for it. And, you know, I know that at church, you know, there's always people that have come up to you, Miss Evelyn, will you pray for me? Miss Evelyn, will yes. you pray for you, your pastors, your ministers, and all of that? And that has been a way for you to put your love into action because God just, you know, the love of Jesus flows through you, Miss Evelyn. Well, and thank you. So you are able to then put that love into action by praying for others mm-hmm. and loving on others and really giving them something that, you know, I, I feel like is missing in so many mm-hmm. people's lives. And, you know, Kathy, you're writing this book, and we can't wait to hear more about this book, Bible study, about prayer. 
But that is God's love in action. Friends, when we return to Love Talk, we'll find out some more ways to show love. What is love in action? What is God's love in action? And how can we implement that into our lives on a day-to-day basis when we return to Love Talk right after this? And welcome back, friends, to Love Talk on 101.1 FM at 1120 AM. Thank you for joining us here on KTXW, The Bridge, Austin, today's Central Texas Christian Talk. We're having a great time talking about God's love in action. Coach Carrie, mm-hmm. Miss Evelyn, you know, we've, we introduced this in the first, in the, our first 15-minute segment, and I want us to talk about more about how God's has just intimately interwoven this principle of love and action. And when we, when we walk with Jesus Christ, it's just this incredible journey. It's a journey that has been planned in love, paved with love, and purposed for love. And, you know, we, we tend to think, and especially, you know, getting done with Valentine's Day just two weeks ago, we tend to think of love as just this wonderful feeling which we can choose to, to act on. But God does not see it that way. For God, love and action are Mm -hmm. intimately interwoven. We cannot separate God's love from God's action. And he gives us these two scriptures, one in in 2 John 1, 6, and it says, And this is love, that we walk, that's we act and we live, that we walk in obedience to his commands, as you have heard from the beginning, his command is that you walk in love. And then from 1 John 3.18, Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. And the more we press into this, we can see that God's love is a life-giving love. And we can kind of reverse and look at the other side of that and say, well, what about worldly love? And we can see more and more that worldly love is uh, is really kind of a life-destroying love. And in the New Testament, John does a great job of comparing these two. He says um, in John 10, 10, he says, The thief comes to steal and kill and destroy. But I have come, Jesus is saying this, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Mm. And um, I, so I, I love, but when we look at, the worldly love, uh, John talks to us and, and says people are going to be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, heartless, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. And so when we want to press into love, we want to make sure whose love we're pressing into because if we're pressing into God's love, that's going to be life-giving. But pressing into the world's love can really take everything that we've got. Well, you know, and I think this is so important for those of us that are raising kids, you know, um, and just the heart issues that come along with that. Um, You know, if we look at these scriptures about how true love is life-giving, but how the worldly love, which, you know, social media is a wonderful thing, okay? Mm -hmm. When it is used for good, it is a wonderful tool Um, But you really have to search for that good. And the world will tell you that um, all of these things that Timothy is warning us against are okay. Being, you know, a lover of self is okay. You know, seeking after, you know, money all the time, all the time, all the time. That that's okay. Being disobedient to your parents is okay. You know, these verses, friends, in 2 Timothy 3 Verses 1 through 5 are worth repeating because the world sends us images and gives us messages of this constantly. This is it. Again, Second Timothy 3, verses 1 through 5. He says, understand this. In the last days, there will be times of difficulty. People will be lovers of money, love, lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, and not loving good. They'll be treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness but denying its power. And he very strongly says, avoid such people. So as we look at this love in action and how it's intimately woven together, 
we need to be very careful to understand the scripture and what our scripture tells us is true love in action and that that is life-giving and then guard our hearts against worldly love in action, which is life-destroying. You know, and Coach Carrie, one yeah. of the things that I have come to discover more and more is that we really have to be aware of God's love and what that looks like versus worldly love mm. because God made us for love. We are going to seek out. God made us to receive love and we are made to give love. And so if we don't understand what that beautiful, true, life-giving love looks like, it's easy to be deceived by a counterfeit. You know, I have a, a sweet, sweet gentleman in one of my exercise classes for Parkinson's. He's 86. Oh. And he and his wife have been married 64 years. Mm-hmm. And they are precious. Miss Evelyn, they remind me of you and Van so much. Um, the other day we were doing a little activity where... They had to get on the floor and they had to to crawl to a certain spot and then be able to get up from the floor, which is a, a very important skill for anyone that as you age. But for Parkinson's, hey, right, Miss Evelyn, you've experienced that uh, firsthand. Um, but for Parkinson's patients, very, very important um, with the balance issues. And um, I, I called his name and I said, just pretend you're chasing after those grandchildren. And he said, no, no, I'm chasing after Barbara. And that's his <laughs> wife. And I just, I, I just find them so life-giving. You know, and I, her, she brings him to class, and she sits there and cheers him on and, you know, says, good job, way to go, honey, and you're doing great, and I'm so proud of you. And they're so life-giving. Um, there's there's never a contentious spirit there or one of um, disdain or of just loathing or, you know, it's just beautiful. And it's refreshing. And that is what the scripture tells us, that this love in action that God wants for us, he wants it for our lives, is so beautiful and so kind. Um, And through 64 years, this sweet little couple has been edifying one another. And uh, it's just beautiful to watch. And that's the way you and Van are, too, Miss Evelyn. You guys are very sweet with one another and very kind and uh, just loving one another through every stage of life. Well, we're in retirement, and we can't afford to do that (laughs) (laughs) to to the degree that, uh, you know, we have invested a lot through the years. And when you pour out your heart, God fills it for the next dump. Right. When you, uh, you know, Miss Evelyn, it's so true. It's so true. And Kathy, you know, our next scriptures um, talk about how we are made for love. It's in our formation. First John four nineteen. We are made to receive love, and we are made to give love. Mm-hmm. We love because He first loved us. Not right, Kathy. I mean, it, our capability to love is because God first loved us. That is that is so, so true. And the more we, and it sounds so simple, but the right. more we wrap our heads around it, the more we're able to understand um, the depth and the fullness and the width of God's love. And there's this incredible passage in Ephesians three seventeen through 19, and I think it gives us a lot of insight about how how deeply we are really formed and made for love. It says, and I pray that you being rooted mm-hmm. and established in love may have the power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of the fullness of God. So our ability to understand and be rooted and established in love, that's where the power in our life comes from. That is where um, wisdom and knowledge and being filled to the measure of the fullness of, of the fullness of God, that is where it all comes from is our ability to receive that love from God and to then be a blessing and pour out that love on others. So when we talk about love in action, you know, we're we're made to receive and then we're made to give. And um, it, 
it's just, it's incredible if you know, okay, this is how I'm made. This is how I function best. This is how I grow and flourish is remaining rooted in love and then going and acting on that love to love those around me. It, it just makes for a joyful, beautiful life. Well, and it becomes part of our identity when we practice it on a daily basis. We're made for love because it's our identity. Um, friends, we have so many scriptures today. Most of these scriptures are from the New Testament. Many scriptures from the book of John as well as First John. I read uh, the scripture from Second Timothy. You know, if you ever want us to, you know, go back and review any of those, send us a message on our Facebook page at Love Talk Radio and we can get those to you very, very easily. Um, you know, hey guys, what what was what were those scriptures again about love? Um, we can put those together for you in a jiffy. But yes, our our identity is made for love. Um, in First John three verse one, it says, "See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God." Uh, the Father has so much love for us. And in John thirteen five, our identity is not our clothes, our career, our bank account. It's, it says this, John thirteen five. By this, all people will know that you are disciples if you have love for one another. Miss Evelyn, I feel like that's been a huge strong point for you um, in your whole life. Just loving people, searching people out to love, you know, and people approach you because you just have this air about you. Um, You know, we have a good friend that approached you in the bathroom. That's how (laughs) y'all met and said, hey, will you will you be my mentor? You know, people are attracted to you because you um, have a way of making people feel loved. Well, one of the most successful um, uh, sections or groups uh, that I was participated in was I was only lady, and I had ten men mm-hmm. that came to me because we used, we had three major Christian lunches luncheons going on in this you know in in um, excuse me in Austin <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. and uh, it was men that now are in a group that Van and some of them have started of uh, meeting two Wednesdays a month and praying. Mm-hmm. But and it, it all when, started with those men coming to you and asking you to help them. Yeah, and it was, you know, it, it was probably 40 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in those days, you just didn't move fast to people. But they said, it won't be ugly. You know, you just be yourself. I said, well, I'm not a grandma yet. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, you have to look at yourself from the point of view that you think Jesus sees. That's the number one criteria. Oh, wow. That's really interesting, Miss Evelyn, to look at yourself through the point of view of Jesus. Yes. Not not necessarily people. You can can balance it a little bit. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, we went through that period nationwide of, of uh, TV shows with pastors and people, and uh, it helped some, but it didn't take any bark off the trees that were falling. And this thing that we've just gone through uh, here in the state of Texas, and really all of we we had three or four days that we just didn't even have electricity. I know. It was bad. It was uh, bad. And we yeah. look at that. Why would God let that happen? Well, it happens as a result, often, of the plans that we make for him. You know, mm-hmm. we're not taking care of the children, and they get run over in the, you know, in the pathway. We have a responsibility in love and law to mm-hmm. deal with those issues that we're dealing with today. Never in this time, never in time in this nation have we faced as serious a situation in worries we are in. That's why we are made for love and made for action, Miss Evelyn, to put that love into action. You know, the Bible's very clear that there are only two possible identities, his and not his. Yes. And Miss Evelyn, you've lived your life as his. 
Right. Well, from the time I was 12 years old. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I had 12 years of digging dirt. Um, <laughs> well, that's, you know what? If it was only 12 years, that's more that, that's, well, that's better than yeah, those. It was because it was funerals. <laughs> um, you know, we are either his or we are not his. First John 3.10 says, this is how we know who the children mm-hmm. of God are and who the children of the devil are. Anyone who does not do what is right is not God's child, nor is anyone who does not love their brother and sister. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these, I, Kathy, I, you know, when we put it as plain as that, you are either his or you are not his. It's really and pretty clear. I know it. You know, I read that scripture and I'm like, oh, it almost makes me cringe because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, right, Lord, that is really hard to take. Right. But I, I love that he says, look, you we know I know and you will know that you are mine mm-hmm. if you do if you do two things, if you do, if you take action and do what is right and if you love your brother and sister. And if you look at that passage in first John, it's not just talking about, okay, your two siblings, right? If you love your two siblings, you're okay. Mm -hmm. Um, John is talking about the broader sense of the family of God, the, the broader sense of your brother and sister in Christ. And I think this speaks so much to unity, especially unity in the body. Um, and, and, you know, Jesus even went step, went one step further. He's like, you know, it's easy to love the person who loves you, but what about loving the person who doesn't love mm-hmm. you? And so it's definitely a tall order. And we think, Lord, how is this possible? And he says, it's possible because I first loved you and I'm making it possible for you to love others. And so when we, we, <laughs> when we see ourselves, as Miss Evelyn says, through the eyes of Jesus, we can realize that we were made for love. We were made to give love and we we're made to, to give love in action in stepping out into that world around us and making a huge difference in the time that we have. You know, God designed our bodies in a way that's so incredibly amazing. We think about it, right? Our very formation is made for action, right? Our very formation, our bodies are designed to move. um, And we should be moving our bodies every day. Our senses are continually receiving information and sending signals to our brain. Our senses are constantly in action. Um, You know, I feel sorry. We have a young lady at our school who had COVID. Uh, She had a very mild, she had had zero symptoms. The only reason that she knew she had COVID is because she lost her sense of taste and smell. Mm. And it's still gone. She still cannot taste or smell. And this has been going on like 10 weeks now, eight or 10 weeks. And it's so interesting um when you don't have Mm -hmm. your senses well you know i i experienced that a lot in the last couple of years uh i was a stutterer as a child Mm -hmm. and my dad called me dago dago mean you don't have anything get out there and work hard or whatever and i've looked back on that when you get to be (laughs) you get to be 90 you know, your library gets full, but there are those things that the Lord Jesus puts on your life like you decorate a Christmas tree. There are things in love from the time I was 13 or 14 and, you know, began to think about uh, other things and playing jacks. <laughs> uh, I look back and I look forward now and to think of what we have ahead of us mm-hmm. as we trust mm-hmm. and walk in love, mm-hmm. not in order but in love, Mm -hmm. because the Lord has a microphone to each one of us. Well, and I think it's so important, this word love, you know, we throw it around, but it Mm -hmm. is meant for action. And, you know, again, our our bodies were made for this. Our mind is constantly working. Our nervous system is sending and receiving signals. And it's so important for us to understand that we can't sit back when we see things that we know are not right um, that we must spring to action. And, I, Kathy, I really think that's, I mean, it's so timely to think about this topic of love in action. Well, and we're made to do what is right. I mean, you know, God doesn't give us these impossible tasks. He's like, look, people are going to know your mind because you do what's right and you love. 
Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're designed because he designed us that way. And we, when we live out the way that he designed us to live, it looks beautiful and joyful and healthy. And, you know, Carrie, Miss Evelyn, I, I think about um, one of the ways that we know when something is off, when a person uh, is no longer receiving love, when a person is no longer able to feel love, a person is no longer able to give love, the action stops, the activity stops. When we think of, um, you know, when you are dealing with uh, deep levels of depression, typically you just want to stay in bed. Mm-hmm. Um, at, literally, if it's a horrible position, you know, sometimes you, you kind of joke, but it's true. You kind of are in a corner in the fetal position, rocking back and forth. Mm-hmm. And that is a complete shutdown of the person's ability to receive love, to give love, to be active, to be engaged. Um, and it's a very scary place mm-hmm. to be and so i'm just so grateful that there is hope and there is help uh if we ever find ourselves in those positions but i will tell you staying plugged in and connected to the love of god being continuing to press into his word um and having that power that uh does not does not give in to anxiety and fear but that has um, is able to receive love and give love and live a life that is God's love in action. It makes for a very different a different life. Well, and I also think that this you know pandemic has caused some of us to to get lazy, you know, about loving our neighbors and um, taking action to really seek out ways to be actively engaged in other people's lives, right? It's given us an excuse. Uh, Oh, COVID, we can't go do that thing, or we can't get together as a community or as um, a group, you know. And honestly, I think that it's really hurt our mental health to not be in community with others because, in order for God's love to be in action, we have to be in community with others. And that's yes. part of the steps that we must take. Um, you know, this week was so crazy with the ice and everything and, and the snow. And one night, um, it was, I don't know, just about dark. And I had asked Logan to take out the trash. And, uh, I mean, well, good, excuse me for good, laughing. Goodness, Miss Evelyn, I tell you what, when you spend all that time at home, you got a lot of trash. And uh, anyway, so um, I asked Logan to take out the trash, and as soon as he walked out the door, one of our elderly neighbors was on a walk. I could not believe it, and she slipped and fell just, I mean, flat, and it, uh, Logan just dropped the trash and ran across the street um, to help her. But that is the picture right there of how God takes care of us, <laughs> right? When we, as Kathy said, are rocking in the fetal position in the corner in the side of the room because our marriage is falling apart or our kids are, 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 have gone astray or we just lost our job or we don't have enough money to pay the bills, God drops everything and runs to us. I mean, that is love in action right there. And that's what he wants us to do for others and to not be lazy we don't serve a lazy god he doesn't sit on a throne and sip tea all day right i don't want that to ever be our picture of our creator and our savior um his love is mighty and always moving always in action um you know friends we have one segment left of love talk and we're going to ask some questions of each other about how, how God has personally acted in our lives to show us and demonstrate this love for us, um, where we just kind of feel like he's dropped everything and just wrapped his arms around us um, when we were in a, a, a sticky situation or a situation where we didn't know what to do. Um, and then, you know, these loving actions that God takes in our lives. When we take our break here and hear from our amazing sponsors, listening friends, I want you to be thinking about that. Well, how has God personally acted in your life to clearly demonstrate his love for you? And when you really think about that, I bet you can come up with time after time after time 
of ways that God acted that you never saw coming to demonstrate his vast and mighty and great love for you. And friends, if you don't know Jesus and you're going, uh, I don't know, I, I just trying to make it to tomorrow. I don't know how God has showed me love. You will not want to miss this last segment where we talk to Kathy and Evelyn about ways that God has clearly demonstrated his love for us. Friends, we love you so much. And remember, these sponsors have, many of these sponsors have been with Miss Evelyn and Love Talk for 35 years. So if you need any of their services, make sure to listen and give them a call. When we return to Love Talk, more about God's love in action right after this. And welcome back, friends, to Love Talk on the Bridge Austin, today's Central Texas Christian Talk. Friends, we uh, just thank you so much for listening to us at 101.1 FM, 1120 AM, or live streaming at thebridgeaustin.com. And just remember, you can always get um, any of our past archived programs at lovetalknetwork.com. We have a lot of fun ones for you there. Uh, if you even, you know, if you want to go back and listen to some of the programs from the last few weeks, that's lovetalknetwork.com. And do go to our Facebook page. If you are Facebookers, uh, get on your account. Go to Love Talk Radio. And I have pinned a beautiful picture of Miss Evelyn to the top of that page. And you can go into the comment section and wish her Ooh. a happy birthday. We would just love that and appreciate that. Well, we are talking about love today, God's love in action. And, Carrie, I, I love how you took us out. And I always think about, you know, marketing slogans and, and how would God put his, his word into marketing slogans. And there was this really neat marketing slogan by Microsoft that they did in 2018. And this was a slogan. It's not about technology. It's what you can do with mm -hmm. the technology. And I think that God would say the same if you were putting together a marketing slogan. It might sound something like that. Yes. It's not just about love. It's what you can do with love. And so love and action, God has, has put them intimately together. You cannot separate God's love from God's action. And, you know, he tells us to uh, love him with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, to love our neighbor as ourselves. And so when he tells us to love our neighbor, he doesn't mean go sit on your couch and think happy thoughts about your neighbor. Um, he means go out and show some love to that neighbor of yours. And friends, while you're at it, remember that you're supposed to show yourself some love too. And so go out and get out and, and have that beautiful hike with yourself. Go grab a, a prayer journal and sit down mm -hmm. and spend some time with him just journaling some of your thoughts and maybe some of the things uh, that he's done for you in 2020 and some of the hopes that you have in 2021 and so coach Carrie and miss Evelyn I want to I want to talk to you about um, love without action and and action without love because one is worthless and the other is meaningless mm -hmm. and I know that in your life you can both look and see um, where God has personally acted in your life to really demonstrate his love for you and so I'd like to ask you if both of you would be willing to share just um, a story with us about how God has personally acted to demonstrate his love. Go ahead, Miss Evelyn. Well, as I mentioned earlier, I had a speech impediment. <laughs> there it goes. Uh, as a child, and I stuttered a lot, and my dad had a very special name for me, and it was downpouring. Uh, he didn't, he thought if he criticized the problem, it'd go away. And mm. he was um, drafted into the Navy during World War II because of his skills. And the year and a half that he was gone, I went from being uh, 12 years old to 14. Mm -hmm. And when he came home, he didn't know me. Mm -hmm. uh, I, he had told me early, you know, don't talk so much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, you know, when I look back on that, that time of healing came not only in my life but in his life because there is a major growth between, uh, say, 11 or 10, 11 or, or 14. Mm -hmm. One of the things that, that I didn't learn from him, I learned from a, a teacher. Uh, it was an after-school uh, activity because we were in a 
we were living in an area that was bombing zone, and we um, she was a Christian, mm-hmm. and we didn't. The other teachers were everything was desperate, and but she was loving and kind and had a cat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you don't often know what God's providing for you. We we mm-hmm. set our own standards. Are we close our eyes to this to do this, or we don't hear, uh, or we don't watch? Uh, we don't pay the price. Well, I think we gloss over things that God has done for us and just Absolutely. look at it as, oh, well, that happened. Yay. Or, right? But yes. God has his hand in everything. Um, and has the power, you know, for us to escape those things. We don't, you know, those are built by the enemy of Easter. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, I'm just kidding. I didn't mean to. No, anyway. no, Miss Evelyn. I, I so love hearing about how God is just worked in your life in so many amazing ways. Mm. I look at this past year, actually past two years, and I'm so grateful for how God has demonstrated his love in my life. Mm. Um, We haven't talked about it much on the radio show, um, but we will um, soon. Uh, My daughter had some very, very serious health issues for about Mm -hmm. two years, and um, it was a matter of her being incredibly unhealthy and uh, long story short, um, the doctors declared her healthy, 100% healthy on um, May the 6th of 2020, 5-6-2020. And that was a grand day for us in our household. Um, <laughs> lots of celebrating going on. About two days later, my daughter came to me and uh, she said, Mom, did you know that on May the 6th of 2011, I was baptized? And I, I, I looked at her and I was like, what? I, well, of course, baby, I didn't. I know you were baptized. I was there, but I didn't know the date. And she goes, and then on May the 6th, 2020, I was declared healthy by the doctors. Do you know what, Mom? God gave me two second chances. And I just... You know, How old is she? She's 17 now. And um, what a beautiful picture because those two years were hard friends Mm -hmm. hard and God said you know what I'm just going to show you this little peak of my heart right here it's a little glimpse into how much I love you by showing you that I did give you two second chances and there's a meaning to this friend and I was in this the whole time you know what a glorious glorious way for him to show my daughter how much he loves her Mm. you know Mm -hmm. Um, just to peek into his heart that he's in the tiniest of details call on me and I'll show you in many details the Hebrew children live with it call on me and I'll answer you and show you things you've never seen before right we can't even fathom. I would have never fathomed that that would be a way for him to show us mm-hmm. how much he cares and that he was with us every step of that journey. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Kathy, I, I just, uh, that story will live with me forever and ever and ever. And I hope to tell the whole story to our listening friends uh, sometime. But what about you, Kathy? Um, you know, ways that God's personally clearly demonstrated his love for you. You know, I, I, <laughs> I don't even have, my mind is so, is so blank to come up with something that I, I'm actually just reaching for my tissues and wiping my, my eyes. So I just know how tremendous, tremendous um, work that he did there. And I just, I love how he pulls all of the pieces together. Mm-hmm. You know, Carrie, when, when I look over it, I, I have to say the, the amount of, um, transformation that God has has brought and just shown faithfulness to his word over and over and over again in um my in my marriage in my marriage and in my husband and uh that he's just taken this uh guy who was uh such a a rebel in high school (laughs) and uh, a very very um you know, just funny, incredible sense of humor, but a rebel in far more ways than I even knew and has grown him to be this incredible man who loves the Lord, who's a brilliant father, who's an amazing husband. 
mm-hmm. and uh, who really has come to love God's word. And so on Valentine's Day, I, I always kind of remember every Valentine's Day because it's precious to me. Um, Valentine's Day 2015, Eric uh, gave me a red Bible. And one, I, I love I love Bibles, and I have way too many, way more than I need, but <laughs> I love them all. And I didn't have an ESV Bible, and um, so he got me an ESV Bible, which is um, kind of an English standard version. It was kind of one of the newer ones that had come out, and it was red. And I thought, red, you know, because most of my Bibles were all brown and black, and, you know, but I'd put pretty covers on them. Well, it was a red Bible for Valentine's Day. And when you opened it, he had put an inscription on the inside. He said, just like God's word, you are my best gift. And um, and so it was just, it's been really neat to be able to see how God can build a marriage when, um, you know, when if you look at it from the world's eyes, you should go, yeah, that marriage should not have held up. But. God did amazing things over and over and over again to draw us together, to transform our hearts, and to help us see each other like Jesus sees each other. Just like Miss Evelyn said, to kind of take a look at yourself through the eyes of Jesus. Well, friends, take a look at your spouse through the eyes of Jesus, and you will be amazed at what you see. Mm. Love in action, friends. I tell you Mm -hmm. what, we... We love you, and we're so grateful that you found the Love Ladies today. To wrap up today, I'll just give our scripture one more time. First John 3.19, my children, love must not be a matter of words or talk. It must be genuine and show itself in action. This is how we know that we belong to the realm of truth. Friends, our Father loves you. He loves you so much, and he's ready and willing to wrap his arms around you. We pray for you that if you have any questions about what we've talked about today, you can call us on the love line at 512-249-6535, and we'd be happy to chat with you. You can find us on Love Talk Radio, and you can find our archives on Love Talk Network. Until next time, for my beautiful friend, Kathy Enderbrock, and the 90-year-old First Lady <laughs> of Love, Miss Evelyn Davison, I am Coach Carrie Brinkader, and we'll see you next time right here on Love Talk.